0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal cannon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel,
1: Jennifer Bloomer.
0: Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Naz.
1: Keep it rolling, baby.
0: There we go. Today, you're pressuring your letters. It worked. We're doing a Maximum the Hormone episode. Leave my family alone. Leave our families (laughs) alone. All right. We're doing it. The album in question. We've been listening to pronunciations online to get it right. I believe it is. I forgot it, Matt. Boo Ikikasu.
1: Boo Ikikasu. That is guess. We are not Japanese. Yeah. Just disclaimer
2: for this episode. We're going to try not to butcher the pronunciations, but I barely have English.
1: Let's just promise that we're going to (laughs) butcher. Yeah. I'll everything. do
2: my best, but I can't even really speak English that well. So,
0: um, But Jenny, you're going to need to be able to speak well in front of an audience because we got a live show coming up.
2: Oh, that's true. The, the, the live show. Oh. Live show.
0: That's right. Detroit Improv Festival in Ferndale, Michigan, Saturday, August 11th, 6 p.m. at Affirmations. We will be doing a Roach Coach live show. Very special show. We will be featuring, we'll be doing uh, multiple canon uh, considerations, new metal canon considerations for new metal songs by non new metal artists. All we need is your help with those songs. Let us know in the comments. Send us an email, Roach Podcast at gmail.com. What is a new metal song by a non new metal artist you think should be considered for the new metal canon? that we will then talk about in front of a live studio audience.
1: We're looking for the top five examples.
0: Exactly. Or the five that we get. Either way, <laughs> we <laughs> will talk about them. <laughs> We're very excited for that. Um, also, speaking of us in public speaking with people, Rock and Pod Expo 2. and Pod Expo 2. August. <laughs> That's
3: right. <Thousand>. August. <laughs> Tennessee.
0: August 25th, the Nashville Palace. We will be there along with luminaries of the podcast world, the Talk to Me podcast, Discography Discussion podcast, Head from Corn, Toby Wright, members of Accept, members of Winger, members of Kick Tracy. We're all going to be there. They're going to have vendors. Matt and Oz, you are going to be hunting for special new metal jewels. Oh,
1: I'm going to be putting on my new metal detective glasses.
2: Two magnifying glasses. <laughs> two, two magnifying glasses held
1: together by duct tape. We're
2: going to make a lot of friends. We are
1: going to be popular. They're going to be like, do you want something by Kiss? And I'll be like, uh, change the is to Orn, and what do you got?
2: <laughs> and they're going to be like, "Get the Sorry, you've been asked to leave. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, so we're very excited for that. I mean, hey, if there's vendors there, you know what else we might find? Some big thrifts. B-b-b-
2: big thrifts. Huge. I hope Huge.
0: so. I'm hoping so. Uh, so definitely look for us there and finally I got to talk about it Uh good friend of the show Matt Carp, over at the head for the Barricade podcast and website he's not just a podcaster he's not just a writer on the internet he's also an author of books that book New Metal Resurgence that's right he did a brand new version released it in hardcover this thing is awesome got mine in the mail been following us on instagram it's just i didn't i didn't do an unboxing i did a an a, a page through and um this thing is great it is incredibly thorough it's i'm gonna go out there you know what respect and love to joel mciver and the original good book but you guys
1: do we have a the, new good book
0: it's the new good book whoa wow. it's the new good book yes um. So, thank you, Matt. Uh, Suck it, MacGyver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, man, that guy carried us. He helped us so much in those early days. Never forget your roots. You're but you right. know what we said. You know, here's the thing, though. What do we always say putting those things out in the world? You know, hey, this band broke up. They should get back together. You know, we were talking about that book, and we said it. And you can go through the episodes. OG Roach Riders know we said it. We said, it'd be great if him or somebody did an updated version. Carp heard the call. There you go. You know oh. who he interviewed? <laughs> right. Carp heard the call. Carp heard the call. And you know what? You know who's interviewed in this book? New interview for the new edition? Mr. Josh Toomey.
1: Hell
4: yeah.
2: Wow.
0: How much more cred do you need? So get yourself a new copy of new metal resurgence, highly recommend it. It's fantastic. Um, Jenny, who's tweeting?
2: Who's Who tweeting? Oh, jeez, I don't know. I can tell you who's gramming. Oh, Trevor Danger. Uh, we got some feedback on our Rage Against the Machine episode. Our uh, for our Papa's month.
1: Yeah, Papa, Papa,
2: Papa. Is it you? Yes, it is. Uh, Trevor says, "Coded to Freedom starts. We're fucking getting into a fight." Hashtag. <laughs> Call him mad if you're nasty. Thank oh, we you. are
1: fucking getting into a fight. Thank you
2: very oh, yeah.
0: much. Uh, over on Twitter, Tim K, friend of the show, Tim K, said, this is a perfect album. Every song is fire emoji. Hashtag wake up sheeple.
2: Uh, Garrett Fuller says, Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Broke his budget on Wheel of Fortune with this one. Yeah,
0: I think so. Uh, Box Boron said, Another great ep, guys. One of my all time fave albums. So it's great to hear you riffing on it. Minor complaint, though. When you skip forward and bullet in the head, you miss the best drop in the album. Definitely Pit Activator comes at 305. Has- hashtag missed a trick. Hashtag gimme them drops. Ooh.
2: Alright. Uh, Schmeeb says, Battle of Los Angeles was the one I grew up with. Heard testifying Guerrilla Radio countless times. Now having an ear for politics, and better politics for that ear, I really appreciate Rage a lot more. Love the Frankenstein riff on Know Your Enemy, Good Choice Any Day. Re guitar stuff. There's a great video of Tom Morello talking about how he gets the sound that he does, and he mentions that he found himself less of a guitarist and more of a DJ in Rage. So his entire approach was different than the scratches and feedback he used. Also, huge riffs. Agreed. Huge Thank riffs. you, Shmeave.
0: Uh Graham Penny says, I always found it super weird that Rage bassist Tim Comerford would always go under different names for the albums. Timmy C, Tim Bob... And getting a little too clever with the timely Why Tim K on 1999's (laughs) Battle of Los Angeles. A gimmick that hasn't aged well. I loved this album when I was 13. The only thing I question, especially as a drummer, is the random pitched cowbells near the start of Killing in the Name Of. I mean, cowbell? I'm no nu metal expert, but I think it is safe to say nobody bit cowbell from Rage.
2: I would say that's true so far. Mm. Uh, AC said, never got into Rage Against the Machine. It always sounded like the vocalist was just talking over the music as opposed to singing, but definitely appreciate what they did for the industry. Hashtag, can't skip it.
0: Lazarus Inkjet over on Twitter said, new listener here, love the Around the Fur App acoustic Be Quiet and Drive section cracked me up, reminded me of receiving the CD single in post- listening through and crying at its beauty then went to my piano lesson sunglasses emoji thank you so much lazarus and chat.
2: yes and welcome welcome to listening you might hear that we read your comment in five years when you get through (laughs) all the other episodes uh over on facebook garrett fuller says hey yo just another bomb episode yeah hey yo just another bomb episode I'm assuming that was supposed to be to the tune of Bomb Track, but not today. <laughs> 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 Thank you for the comment. <laughs>
0: uh, Jason Andrew Goodman said, Such a brilliant album and sadly still completely relevant today, which shouldn't happen. This album came out 26 years ago and we're still going through the exact same societal issues we were over a quarter century ago. Two, True.
2: Uh, Chris Duff says, great episode. Cannot wait for all the pop episodes. You still got three more to go. Exciting times. And Gabriel Scribble says, wake up, sheeple.
1: There it is.
0: There it is. I agree. Uh, Jax said, the only problem with this episode was that I had to pause it multiple times to go listen to Killing in the Name repeatedly, so it took me like three times as long as usual to listen to it. Legendary band, epic album awesome episode hashtag keep it rolling
2: all right jake leach says hell yes this album was a soundtrack to many nights of skateboarding on the street trying and failing to land kickflips me too only at my grandma's house of course of course same by the way have i mentioned maximum the hormone yes jake we dreams do you, come man. true just like me doing kickflips at my grandma's Ooh, first try <laughs> first try over a car over a house (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: listener Lars said great episode Uh, they're definitely forefathers of new metal it's pretty evident when listening to earlier corn albums too especially with the heavy use of effect pedals if I'm not mistaken the booklet of issues features the same dogma of this album was recorded with only guitars bass drums and vocals you'll see when you get to that album heart emoji All right, this push for issues getting that corn push
2: Alright. Uh, Daniel Terry says, love this episode in this album. I was actually listening to this one while driving from Nashville to St. Louis overnight. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis? Yeah, I don't know. Last night and I was hearing this episode while driving through the almost abandoned town of Cairo, Illinois at 2am. The whole town was essentially abandoned with decaying houses and stores and other buildings. I could only think about when the town was bright and vibrant and exciting and new, and I couldn't help seeing the parallels to this once great musical style that was fresh and exciting back when Rage Against the Machine was first released. However, over the years, that exciting sound was looted and borrowed from and sold into the service of industry. Now in 2018, it's just a smiling musical skeleton in the desert of mediocrity. Glad you guys are exploring the ancient texts of new metal. Hashtag tired philosopher. It's deep as fuck, Daniel.
0: That was
2: (laughs) deep as fuck. Wow.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. You know when they always say you should have sent a poet? should have sent Daniel Terry. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 Uh, And finally, uh, Cameron Lamant said, If you guys are doing crazy prep for when you finally do the Juggalo Hundo, we are not, but thank you, uh, I want to make you aware that Violent J wrote an autobiography in 2003... It has recently been released on audio tape. Okay. I read It's Actually Not Terrible. A lot of it is about how success comes with hard work. So I looked up this autobiography. Um, The audio is available. You cannot get the – physical. well, I'll take that back. You can get a physical copy of the book. It's huge. It's like 600 pages. What? And because it's out of print, your best bet is – at least
2: $100. To be real, if we ever wrote a book, it would be at least 600 pages long. <laughs>
1: We'd cut nothing.
2: <laughs> I don't know that you can really. Editing fault.
1: not our strong <laughs> point.
2: No, no.
0: Yeah. Uh, that is it for who's tweeting. Keep on tweeting Facebook and Instagram, messaging us. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, tell us what you're thinking, what you're feeling, hopes, dreams. Preferably all new metal related. All right. The album of the week, Boo. Oh God damn it. I already lost it. Boo that,
2: Ikikasu? Um,
0: that's, that's, that's what I'm going to guess. Boo Ikikasu. Boo Ikikasu by Maximum the Hormone. Jenny, when did this album come out?
2: Uh, this album was released on March 14th, 2007.
0: What? what well, Matt, what does that fit into the timeline?
1: believe that is the come down still it's either the come down or um that was a good party i'm checking i i wasn't expecting to hear 2007 i'm gonna be honest uh well when
0: people had recommended uh we do this band and we started to look into it seriously going through their albums we had the limitation of what was available on streaming services looking at the uh tags on wikipedia and this was the first one that um, I guess we'll get to it. Yeah, the genre tags are new metal, metalcore, and alternative metal. So I said, well, this seems to be the way to start. And plus, uh, people had recommended uh, songs to us in the past that were from Death Note. And both of those songs are on this album. So this seemed like the logical uh, one to go through so that
1: the threats would end. So uh, eagle-eyed roach roachcoachers will know. That this is the Hangover, ah, ah uh-huh, From 2005 uh-huh. to 2011 is the Hangover, mm. 2000 September 11th 2001 mm. to, to <laughs> Jan one 2005 is the Come Down. All right. Okay. All right.
2: Well,
0: uh, Jenny, who's in Maximum the Hormone?
2: All right, and here is where my butchering of name is. My name's gonna start, but uh, we've got uh. Daisuke on lead and backing vocals. Maximum the Rio on guitar, backing, and clean lead vocals. Ui-chan on bass, guitar, backing vocals. Now on drums, backing, and lead vocals.
0: Uh, no producer listed. All they have is a recording engineer who goes by the name of uh, Yasukan and... They have the person who did the mastering as well. Uh, The name is Taki. This was, from all I can tell, um, a successful record for the band. Uh, The RIAJ certified the album gold. Selling more than 100,000 copies in Japan. 250,000 worldwide. Pretty good. Uh, Rolling Stone Japan had this album... Uh, number 98 on their list of the 100 greatest Japanese rock albums of all time. I, I, I think we skipped over something we normally talk about, uh, History with the Band. Uh, Jenny, any history with Maximum the
1: Hormone?
2: Uh, nope, just it being suggested to us. How about you, Matt?
1: Death Note is, a sh- I, I've watched that anime, so I've heard some of these songs before. was unaware that it was Maximum the Hormone, but here we go.
2: All right. Lauren, how about you?
1: Uh, yeah, I'd never heard of these guys until
0: they were recommended for the show. So um, now I am familiar. Um, all right, then. Then I guess it's uh, time to dive into the first song, the title track, Buiki Asu. Did I say that right? Yeah, uh, who knows? Let's go <laughs> for it. Okay. Let's do it. go to 140.
1: 140, here we go. I wish I knew more about champagne.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Lauren, what do you think?
1: Um, right
0: away, I'm going to be honest with everybody listening. I was like, <laughs> what did they ask us to do? <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to this in my car and I was like, wait, did I? Where is what is happening? Um, maximum the hormone. Um, first of all, I feel like might be one of the first bands or at least a band that lives up to their name. They are maximum. There are hormones. There's certainly a the in there as well, but like just the intensity of every decision, everything they, they jump from genre to genre and every single genre they jump to is like, they own it. Like this is something they always do. And so you have this good drop. The swing into the verses, into the chorus is pretty new metal. I got a bit of a system of a down vibe. But then, 140, straight up pop punk. Straight up uh, Fall Out Boy, Blink-182, like, happening. And then they go out of it, right back into the new metal. Like, like, just flicking a switch. No problem. I wrote an interesting start, and then I wrote the word energy. <laughs>
1: Dad note.
2: No, I Dad have notes. to say though, honestly, like listening to this album, it's such a fucking wild ride. That like there were definitely songs that I listened to that afterward, I was just like, "Wow!" And that's like my whole note. It's just like <laughs> energy. Uh, yeah. It was. It's interesting how frequently it like flips into just like straight up pop punk. Yeah, it's a really weird. Uh really weird like mashup of genres i definitely did get some new metal from the the top of this at the very least yeah uh but yeah it really does take a turn what do you think matt
1: you know um i'm not a huge fan of slap bass and there was tons and tons and tons of slap bass at the top uh but that that uh pop punk j-pop chorus kept me coming back for more yeah um this is so this is crazy Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah hearing this record hearing japan go for new metal i'm excited i don't know what's next it's all unexpected it's kind of perfect i love it
2: all right well let's keep it going then uh up next we've got zetsubo billy
1: No matter what, I love this. No matter what happens in this episode, <laughs> I fucking love this. Um yeah, this song is
0: I wrote heavy for one. Um it's pretty killer. It it runs once again, it's new metal, it's new metal as fuck, and then it's like but then it becomes my combo romance. Like that chorus yeah. is straight up like, yeah. Which I mean, timeline wise, I mean two thousand seven, I mean that is I'd say, like, peak of that entire... Oh, like yeah,
1: they're in the pocket.
0: Po- yeah, like, they, yeah, so they're right with it. Um, So, I mean, and here, huge My Chemical Romance fan. So, I, you know, I was not upset when that, that happened. I mean, but it was funny to, like, um, uh, I feel like sometimes we do some albums and I'm sort of like, oh, like, what's the influence here? I have to sort of, like, educate myself. I read some stuff, but, like... Just about every influence or different move they do here, I was, like, intimately familiar with. It was almost like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, like, plain spot the reference, but I, like, knew every reference. Like, like and I was surprised. It w- I know what it is. It's like uh, going to a party, and you think that you're going to see one group of friends there. But then this other group of friends that you never see hang out with that group of friends is there. And you're like, you guys know each other? What? How do you know? Dave, you know Steve? Like, what? That's what it felt like. This album scrambled my fucking brains. All right,
2: (laughs) that's fair. That's fair. It's definitely the first time I listened to it. The first by the time we were done with the second track, I was like, "Well, this is gonna be a wild fucking ride." (laughs) Like, okay, (laughs) this will be fine. Uh, I like, I like it so far. I don't know if I think it's new metal. There are definitely moments of it, Mm -hmm. but it's like there's not. There's moments of almost everything in these songs. So it's kind of tough in that way, but it's very cool and very interesting. So, uh, up next we've got Kuso break in, no break in Lily.
1: That guy's voice sound like a record scratching. I don't
3: know. I feel
0: like I'm in a yellow card song right now. Matt, if you want to go to 140,
1: another one.
3: <laughs> Same song. Same song. <laughs> My is speedy.
2: I feel like this song specifically encapsulates every dude I was friends with in high school. Like this is the shit that they would listen to. I I know that that's probably not going to make sense to anyone other than like Muriel if she's still listening but this is like this sums up every dude I have friends with in high school just like weird Japanese shit they would just be like oh yeah check this out it's all the genres of music we listen to crammed into one it's Japanese I love it so we would have been friends in high school <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man Um, can we talk about the fucking musicianship here? The top, the top shelf. These guys are tight. Holy crap.
2: Yeah. So this band, uh, is interesting. I didn't go super deep into like, uh, researching them, but the, just the cursory glance that I did, uh, they formed in 98. They're still together. They've taken like several hiatuses, but they've it's been the same uh I think it's been pretty much the same member since like ninety nine two thousand ish whoa, so wow. uh yeah, I mean that's pretty sweet they have one two, three four five six, seven, eight albums out uh the last one they released was in two thousand fifteen they won a bunch of like Japanese music awards and everything too um so i don't know yeah they they seem to be pretty well regarded um but yeah they they sound sweet
0: yeah i mean and you guys know my ska stance so when that (laughs) happened i was like ah but it was it, it was it was um i mean the production on this record is um on point and, uh, you know, the band is tight. And then, like I said, I knew I was like, this band, I, I, even three tracks in, I was like, this band is not capable of just doing a straight ska song for four minutes. Like there will be detours. There will be U-turns. Things are going to happen. But Matt, like you said, the, the nosebleed comment, I was in my car. The first listen of this was in my car, which was a mistake. Because there were so many moments where I was like, what? I kept, I wanted to like check things. I wanted to text you, Jenny. I'd be like, what happened? Are we being pranked? Like, what is happening? I, yeah, it was, it was nuts. Yeah. And I I attempted to translate these lyrics and I kind of gave up really quickly because everything online is basically the English approximation of the Japanese. So when you attempt to translate it, it just tells you it's already translated. Uh, So I, most of these songs, I don't know what they mean.
2: All right well let's continue our journey of lyrical ignorance. Uh, up next we have Louisiana Bob. Now that one I'm confident) <laughs>
3: You (laughs) don't like to-
2: They just smushed everything that I listened to from, like, 2001 to 2007 into one thing.
0: Wow. On a dime. Turn on a dime.
2: But it... I don't know if I would say it makes sense. Right. That was my
1: question. Does it work? Because it works for me.
2: I don't know if it works for me, but I can easily and without any hesitation see how it works for somebody else like there's nothing about this that they're very tight so
1: they're, i'm gonna ask a non-new metal question but still relevant question do you do you guys like baby metal no no so you don't
2: i do not like baby metal no. and, what
0: i've what i've heard of it did not entice me to listen to more of it and i love it i think
1: it's great
2: I have extremely limited knowledge of Japanese music, but Mm -hmm. like when I think of Japanese metal or experimental bands, I think of Boris. Yeah. I'm very familiar with Boris. And so, just for like, I was just curious about when this came out in relation to when Boris put out that split or the collaboration that they did with Sun. That was in 2006. And that was like extremely sludgy, slow. I still like, I love that. But, uh, so that's, that's because Boris has been all over the fucking place in terms of style and then also melt banana. So that's pretty much all I know of like Japanese heavier type music. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if this is like common and representative of the type of music that was popular or not, but like baby metal, I was going to say this gives me like sort of baby metal vibes, which just wasn't for me. Yeah. But
1: I, I follow. Like a lot of this does seem like the type of songs that are either in the credit sequences of your favorite anime. Like um, I, I watch probably two or three shows and like they all have stuff that feels like that in it. Okay. So I, I don't know if that's representative of style or if it's just a anime use case of one, you know what I mean? Oh, God, guys, uh, you know what I mean? Oh, nosebleed pass out. Done it. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think
0: the, the interesting thing, like using Boris as a reference point, is that Boris is a band who, they jump from style to style, but album to album. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a whole album of them doing like, like the Pink album, which is their most accessible, uh, accessible record, is like them doing sort of like, I guess their variation in like a pop metal in a way, but it still has some drony stuff, but it's, it's much more accessible. It's got like big, cool riffs on it, but then they immediately come out of that. And yeah, they do a split with sun. That's literally, isn't that like just two hour long tracks of like, just hum yeah. and rumble.
2: There's, well, there's one song called sinking bell that has female vocals that are kind of haunting. It's a really beautiful song.
0: Mm-hmm. That
2: would be, I think the most accessible song on that album. Yeah um but i also feel weirdly kind of like racist or something being like i know i've heard of boris and i've heard of melt banana but like i'm sure that there are I'm, such a, a a wide oh my god yeah variety like, of bands that i just am just they don't make to. it over
1: here is the thing is that like a lot of japanese bands they stay there imports for japanese cds were always when I was in the record mm-hmm. store, like, if a CD was $14, an import from Japan was 30 Yeah, I don't varied. even want to
2: talk about how much I spent on some Oh God. stupid Boris records. Yeah. I was like, I have to have it. it's a Japanese import. I always tell people, it's, it's a Japanese import. So, you, it's, so it's a big deal. Yeah, so I was really great and still am. So you said
1: <laughs> Boris, and I thought Boredoms, because that was the introduction to a Japanese band. For me because they opened up for nirvana yeah i'm humble bragging like a motherfucker mm. um but <laughs> yeah when i saw nirvana boris was the uh boredoms or the opening band and they were a japanese noise metal band and they were insane hmm.
2: huh all wow. right okay all right well up next on this album we've got policeman Benz.
3: Not mass out of gas until the max The Take a mask. work, of a ever to my activated, activated.
0: I'm going to need you to go to
3: 140. <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> so it's just straight up a pop punk song at this point. I, I gotta
0: tell you, when this happened, I thought, "Am I gonna start bleeding out of my eyeballs?" Because these, these, these jumps were just—I mean, at that point, I should have been predicting them because they keep happening at a minute forty in every song. But it was just like, "Wow!" Like, just you get you get whiplash. You get you get, yeah. Jenny, thoughts on Policeman Benz?
2: Uh, I think I was having a very similar experience to you, Lauren, where I was just like, ah, like, I'm surprised every time. At this point, I'm realizing, and especially now having listened to it a few times, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, it starts to make sense, but the first time you listen, it's just like, what the hell is going on here?
0: Yeah. So is this new metal? That's the thing. It's funny that this has like the new metal tag like very prominent. And what's also interesting is that there is no pop punk tag on this. New metal, metal core, alternative metal. I feel like I'm hearing way more pop punk than any metal core on this.
2: And record. ska. Yeah.
0: I kind of kept going back because I mean this one, I mean, once again, I got a system of a down vibe. Um, lots of screams. They scream kind of crazy. I mean, and, and the thing is, I think with a couple of these other songs you have ever done, like if you take the pop punk chorus out, it's a new metal song, a hundred percent, but they drop those pop punk and pop moments in and it throws you for a loop. And then you're questioning, you're questioning a lot of things. It isn't just whether or not it's new metal. It's like, what is happening to me? So,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, up next we've got, I'm going to try to say this Black Yen Power G Men Spy.
3: Jacket, I'm in the shop, deep in the house One MGM, everything, never knows Don't care about, the not get past Move the We're gonna get on, the on, get on We're gonna get on, get on, get get on are are going are
0: Ah, this one's a little like, um, uh, this one's a little like getting, uh, put inside a dryer with, uh, Les Claypool's bass and then there's putting you on tumble. (laughs) 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 Oh man. And then especially right before it goes into the second verse, it's like, they lean in and you're like, like, there's a bass on this song. Like, I almost feel like that bass is so aggressive that it's flicking you in the nose um jenny what did you think of this
2: one again at this point i think i'm just like in the middle of thinking what the fuck wow what am i listening to um i liked it this one so i see where the new metal's coming from at the top of this song Mm -hmm. like many of them i feel like these songs go through their like new metal section their pop punk section and then they're just like straight up metal section Mm -hmm. uh so I got it a little bit with, like, the rapping, though. The bass was a little bit funky for me.
0: A little? Oh, for you. Okay. For me. I was say, it's, a, it's funky.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a cool song. But again, I'm just stuck on this, like, is there enough new metal in this to even consider it? Like, I'm enjoying listening to this record. It's interesting and cool. And, like.
1: It's a breath of fresh air.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would listen to this 100 times before I listened to another, like, hey, man, uh, like, I don't want to do a, what was it, a butt dive that you had said before? I don't want another
1: yeah. butt dive. No, butt dive. you know,
2: I have, we haven't had a butt dive on this album, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, but I just, I guess I'm just, like, so torn about trying to, like, properly pick these apart. What do you think, Matt?
1: I... I want to go back and listen to this without the guise of having to listen to it for new metal because I'm not hearing a ton of new metal. I do hear elements of new metal, but then they're followed up by elements of pop punk and elements of what can only be called, in my mind, Japanese music, like Japanese popular music Mm -hmm. because it... Mm -hmm isn't oh god i i I don't even think i have the authority to say this but this isn't western and it's because it's japanese obviously it's going to be japanese Mm. but like they're playing a style of music that's very you know of the culture of the yeah of american culture Mm. like they're playing rock music which isn't japanese per se But they're making it Japanese. So in doing that, it is like not what I'm expecting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's
1: the best way to say it. And sorry for being so fucking convoluted to get to the point of like, Japanese people do it different. No, (laughs) I know
2: what you mean, though. But then I think of something like Roots, where, I mean... That's still pretty. That was pretty clearly new metal to me. Yeah. But also had like a lot of different like elements. So I don't know.
0: Okay. So I was kind of saving this for the end, but we're talking about it now. So I think what it is is that with and it's come up in the past where people have said like oh you know like a band like like uh, the complaint when matt says what do you want this what do you want the song to do what do you want the pit to do like all these different disparate sounds all coming together and like that is new metal you know merging them all together but i think the thing with new metal as we understand it is that the melding comes together in such a way that it becomes its own sound and you sort of have to like it's you know it when you hear it and you're just sort of like oh that's new metal all those things me- merge together to become new metal. And what these guys have done is that they have all of these disparate sounds, be it new metal, ska, punk, funk, all these things, but they all have their own section. They aren't really being merged. They all a- appear on the same song, but it's really like, right. now we're in the new metal section. Now it we're in be the pop like, section. It
1: would be like if in the middle of a i don't know a corn song they were to do a perfect rendition of a baroque piece of music and then go back to being corn it's like the fuck is that baroque section of music (laughs) doing in the middle of this corn song it's like when they
2: covered (laughs) lowrider (laughs)
1: <laughs> what is Low Rider doing in Just the middle of my Just to remind of life everybody, <laughs> <laughs> they needed songs.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep going through this and see what else we can learn. Uh, up next, we've got Akagi. Or
1: so. This was also in the anime.
3: Is we know right. We're going to No, the We're right.
1: It, it, the, the song is so different throughout it. I could play the whole thing, looking for where to, to, to put it down.
2: Yeah, I, I
0: I think my my issue is that I'm hearing what I'm what I'm hearing is their attempt to be like, oh, we do this, we do this, we do this. And part of me sometimes is thinking, why not just give me that whole song? Give me that whole system of a down sounding song. Give me that whole follow up boy sounding song, but instead, I only get like a part of it. And it's, I guess, for me, like, I guess, because one of my second listen was still like, once I kind of knew what I was in for, it became sort of a frustrating listen because some parts I liked better than others. And then part of me thought, like, you could just make a whole song out of this part. You could make a whole pop punk song, you can make a whole new metal out of it. But instead, it's like, it's almost like they wrote a whole new metal song and then they looked at it and were like, The only part we really like is this part. And they took it out. And then they wrote a whole pop punk song. And they're like, we only like this part. And they took it out. We like the choruses
1: of a pop punk song. Yeah. don't like the verses.
0: Don't like the verses. Don't need them. And so, yeah. So I guess that was the the frustrating thing. Because my journey on this was it starts like a Fall Out Boy song. Then it becomes a system of a down song. Then it becomes a Mudvayne slash Tool song. Basically going to Tooltown. And then it comes out of that. And it becomes an American hi-fi song. And then back in again. It's, it's, uh, I I think for me, it's just, it's, uh, you know, it's the difference between like you're, you're on a cruise and there's one guy at the railing and he's looking at the sun, he's got his arms open, he's pretending he's on the, you know, pretending to do the Titanic move, clearly having the trip of his life. And then you look down the railing and there's a guy puking his guts out the side because he's got seasickness, both on the same trip, having opposite experiences so one person i could see being like what a journey all these different genres and then for me it's sort of like i'm it's too much like i just i'm getting whipped around getting knocked around the boat
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm swept up yes (laughs) it's funny because like this being in an anime and i i missed it earlier but it was indeed uh zetsubo billy that was in death note and i just didn't recognize it because i haven't watched death note in like three years um but like these sound like songs that are these sound like anime songs to me um which aren't new metal songs But boy am i liking this record
2: yeah so i do think that they are taking the best pieces from all of the genres that they're borrowing from, in my opinion. Like, I feel like they're taking all the best pieces and just putting them together. I can't really make sense of how it's happening or why the choice was made, but I can't say that I think it's bad because I don't. I just think that like, kind of how you're saying, like, I'm also a little bit, like, I feel like I might barf off the side of the cruise ship, too. I'm like, all right, like, please, please, (laughs) <laughs> Give me a second here. Uh, but let's see. Let's see what keeps on happening here. Up next, we've got uh Kaiokatsu.
1: some screwball in
3: here you know like that <laughs>
1: We can of all the anime characters. Uh, cut to a fight.
0: This one um, reminded me of like, I don't know, this felt like Maximum the Hormone doing a Dropkick Murphy song. That was the vibe I got out of this one.
1: Oh, that's not the vibe I got at all. No. Okay. I got a little vibe called System of a Down, baby. Really? Huh. Like hmm. tho- those Those. Versus, that is very reminiscent uh, reminiscent of System of a Down for me. Hmm. What do you think, Jenny?
2: I really could see either one of your sides. I, d- I didn't have any of those impressions initially, but I think at this point, listening to this, I was just like, this is just what this band is. <laughs> this band is something that I would have probably loved when I was 14, but I'm 33. So I want to go to sleep, but won't, they won't let me, you know? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> this band won't shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs> I know. They don't need to. Um, but I think I see more of a dropkick Murphys in a system of a down, but I'm not sure that I clearly see either.
0: It's that chanting vocal. It sounds like a bunch of people yelling it together in the way I imagine like you know, a Dropkick Murphy song being sung along to in a bar, you know, 12, 15 drunken guys. All... Hey, man, <laughs> I happen to like the Dropkick Murphy. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like that whole that whole vibe, you know what I mean? It that... is a
1: drunken sing-along
2: It's vibe. an anthem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: anthemic.
0: There it is.
2: Yeah. I'll pat myself on the back
0: here. There we
2: go. Uh... All right. Up next, we've got bikini sports ponchon.
1: Now tell me right here, if Serge were to come in and be like, "Hooah!" You would you
0: be surprised? Not be surprised at all.
3: (laughs) i are not going to lose. the are not I to lose. We're the going to lose. We're not to the We're not the to lose. We're going going to lose. not Boss his boss
1: All right, I'm yeah. just good dancing. Yeah.
2: I do think this band would be very fun to see live. I can
1: 100% see this band opening for System of a Down.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's funny because this is, I wrote in my notes that they start in System Land. They go balls to the wall. And then it's uh Beach it's beach Party. <laughs> like that that whole little did it did it part. Then I was just like, oh, it's a party. Oh, okay. It reminded but-
2: me of like Electric Six or something definitely
0: yeah yeah but i'm guys i gotta ask that question again is this new
2: metal the systemy part was i mean i think we probably (laughs) have about a 20 percent rate of new metal in this album
0: i'd probably go 30 35 percent Maybe scientific measurement. i'm getting I mean, i'm doing some new metal math here i feel that's like, 20, I, feel like 20, I feel like is it is it's a low. shake
1: that's been fortified with new metal like <laughs> like the new metal's in there but there's a whole other bunch of shit in there yeah
2: so. yeah it's difficult to say what the, like the primary genre is although i really disagree with the genre tags on wikipedia
0: what is this Metalcore one doing there? There's no ska or punk let, mentioned.
2: Yeah, I, I would say that those belong there, all of them, but we we have room for a few more. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is definitely a shake where you're tasting it and you're just like, I feel like all the flavors are overlapping each other. So before you can even go, Pe- peach? Oh, no, grapefruit. Oh, no. Oh, the, I, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. Either way, I'm full. I don't need breakfast.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, you're not done eating yet, Lauren. Uh, Up next, we've got (laughs) what's up, people?
1: it
3: happened, Lauren? I, I think this is it here. But I don't think it... I think this one stays pretty heavy the whole way through.
0: This is the one on the album that I feel is the closest to having a natural synthesis of all of the sounds into one streamlined song that feels like a full, complete song that's not made of parts of other songs. I wrote in my notes that's it's pretty fucking new metal. It's heavy. It crushes. It's amazing. And, it's, and the top is it's system, but it's system by way of static X. Those are the Ooh. two. That Shit. come together okay. there. Yeah. Um, and I just want to mention that this is one of the few songs that has comments on songmeanings.com. Everyone is, of course, confused because of the bad translations of the lyrics. But Jack X Hearts 14 said this would be a great song to ride a roller coaster to. Jack X Hearts 14, you are correct. Agreed. <laughs>
2: yes. All right. Up next, we've got choo choo, lovely moony moony, mira mira, purin, purin purin, boron, uh, nuru, nu, nuru, re, Ro, Re, Ro. Sorry. They can say it so well.
1: i take it back do you know who this band needs to open up for
2: um primus okay
1: acceptable would... Nope.
2: okay <laughs> who
1: andrew wk <laughs> oh, oh yeah.
2: yeah i agree that's exactly right
0: i don't know it, that sounds um unsafe
2: is it too <laughs> I, much
0: fun it's too uh, that's that's I mean, you come out of these guys in and Andrew W.K., like, I hope they're just spraying the audience with water just to hydrate them. Jeez. Uh,
2: sure I think I this might that. be my favorite song on the album. It's not new metal at all, but... It's so fun. It's just such a fun song.
0: So the comments in songmeanings.com are all over the place. Um, some people think the song is about pedophilia. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was trying to decipher the lyrics and it seemed to be about like strange, like strange in quotation sex acts or something. And then a couple people in the comments were like, oh, it's about rape, but then did not elaborate. They're just like, it's about rape. Okay, bye. Signing off of songmeetings.com. I was like,
2: see ya. See ya. That's sort of the freedom of not being able to understand what you're listening to. (laughs) You could just be like, oh, this is cool and fun. Yeah. Goodbye.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's definitely fun. Definitely not new metal. Matt, do you want to ask about? I, I was
1: just about to ask that question of how okay. respectful of our time is this album. Uh,
2: this album comes in at 49 minutes and 21 seconds.
1: How many tracks
2: is it? Uh, 13.
1: That's pretty respectful.
0: It's funny is that it is respectful of our time, yet. On, on some listens, I remember thinking it felt longer because I think you're going through so many songs.
2: You don't get a second.
0: To breathe.
2: No, yes. not at all. Not at all. So that I had the same experience of being like, okay, end this. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even dislike it. I was just like, okay. like,"
0: I get it.
2: Yeah. Too much.
0: My kingdom for a slow boy. Oh my gosh. Or an interlude or something. So true. Go into a a canyon and jam, please. Please. Give
1: me a sweet, you want the worst, you got the worst. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) You know what? I would have taken a skit where somebody calls somebody on a voicemail. In Japanese, it doesn't make any sense. Just give me a moment to collect myself.
2: Well, let's see if we get that moment. Up next, we've got Shimmy.
0: The Chug. We're this late in the album. This late in the album.
1: It's It's, not new metal, but that's a ripper.
0: (laughs) It's a ripper. And once again, it's just like, give me a minute. This is why I'm puking off the side of the ship. Everyone's like, let's go shuffleboard. I'm like, we just got done doing a fucking other activity in the other end of the ship. Give me
1: a second. But instead of shuffleboard, it's let's spin around this baseball bat. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yes. it's definitely like because there have been. I mean, I think back to the uh, uh, why is their name escaping me now? They're a newer band. Oh, we my left, ticket home. My ticket home. That album did let up. Yeah. But it didn't make me feel like give me a minute either. It, I didn't, fe- I think it's just like the amount of genres that are being mixed right. together. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like it, you can drink whiskey all night. And be fine, but if you're drinking whiskey and tequila and vodka and, and rum and whatever, and here's a beer. You want a wine? How about some champagne? It's celebration time.
1: Oh, we're doing shots of vodka straight.
2: Yeah, and then you're just wrecked. Yeah, doesn't mean it wasn't a great night. Yeah, just means. And this isn't the hangover, so I think that that's appropriate.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: are we on the last song?
2: We got one left. It's... All right.
1: This was a big hit for them, according to Wikipedia.
2: All right, Koi No Mega Lover. Get
1: up,
3: get up, get your way. Get up, get up, get away. way. Get up, get up, get your way. Get up, get up, get your way. Yeah, speak it loud, speak you Speak it loud, speak it. Speak it loud,
1: now as somebody who's played a lot of guitar hero a lot of drum uh the drum games based on konami's like software this feels like home
3: Some people, people, the some savage gang on the ground. Third the back running. Never, 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 It's gonna come, it's me. This
1: Wow. Oh my lord! Wow!
0: <laughs> Holy guacamole!
1: Who's ready to go to bed?
2: <laughs> I think we all are. Uh, all right, are we there? It's time for cannon talk. Canon
1: talk. Oh man! Do all right. start Oh, Matt. No, you. I, I got, I, I have to say something at the end okay. of it because I. Pretty much know how this is gonna go, okay. Okay, Uh, so you
2: say, Did you say you wanted me to start, Lauren?
1: Yeah, you go start, yeah,
2: okay. Uh, I would say this album was a wild ride, it was good, it was a lot. Um, I don't think that there is enough new metal on this album to put the whole thing in there. Not even totally convinced that there's enough new metal on this to put any of it in there, but if I were going to select a song or two. I would throw in What's Up People and uh, that last song we just heard, Coin Omega Lover. Um, Just because I feel like there was a lot of the last song that was very new metal to me. Um, But I'm not married to either one of those, and I want to hear what both of you think. Lauren.
0: Um, I wrote that this is a fun album, but it is exhausting. Um, The band is tight. They're having fun, but sometimes I don't know if I'm having fun. Um, it's it's new metal till it isn't, then it is again, then it isn't. Um, the thing is that though, that when it isn't new metal, it really isn't new metal. Yeah. Like, oh. Like, okay. Like, that's a great like, point. That's that's the thing is like we've. Dealt with albums in the past that will dip into an industrial sound and dip into a more pop element, but it is always with that new metal tinge, that new metal spice on top of it. But when they exit out of one of those system riffs into an Atari's level chorus, like there's no, that's the thing. There's not, it's not even like a touch. It's not even like a, oh, we can still hear the grit. Like they will smooth it out. And plus all four of the members are vocalists. So, you know, that's the thing. You might, the one section of the song and the new metal part sung by one guy. And then it's like, it's not even like a, like, oh, like, I don't know if he can pull off this part. He's like, no, I got this other guy. He can do it. He'll handle it. So I, I could see. What's up, people? That one seemed to be a largely new metal front-to-back situation. Yeah. Matt Nas.
1: Way in. I'm gonna call an audible. <laughs> I'm gonna say that we need a subset of the canon that is just labeled Break in Case You Need to Reset Rock Music. <laughs> period. <laughs> This album just feels like it needs to be somewhere where people can go to it to be like, What did rock music sound like? You just go over here. <laughs> it ain't, it is definitely not a new metal cover to cover record. No way in hell. No way. What's up, people? Probably the closest full new metal song that they have on there. I, I love this record. I want to hear this record again without the pretense of looking for new metal. But I also feel like it just deserves a special place. Now, Obviously, it it doesn't make sense to put it into our canon, but I feel like it makes sense just to put in a, in case you forgot what every genre of music sounds like, break glass here.
2: (laughs) Yeah, if new metal is ever banned from the earth you might still be able to find little pieces of it here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm fine with a glass case yeah
0: it it really is it's sort of like also like what was all music like when played at the exact same time <laughs> break glass here break glass here um so where where, where do we stand what what is this
2: <laughs> i think we've put it in a glass case
0: It is in a glass case.
2: To be broken at a time of emergency when somebody's wondering what all music sounded like in the early 2000s. All
0: right. It's not in the canon. (laughs) No. It's not in the canon.
1: It's its own thing.
0: (laughs) It's its own thing. Welcome, Maximum the Hormone, to your own special shrine.
2: Sorry you're not allowed in the canon, but you did too much way too much (laughs) Uh, but thank you so much for the suggestion
1: I loved it
2: Uh, it it was really really good and very interesting so uh, yeah thank you for that because we wouldn't have have found it otherwise
0: we would not have you you gave us uh, you gave us an interesting week that is for sure Um, and that does bring us to the end of the episode Uh, thank you so much for listening keep on saying hello online Facebook Twitter Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. That is, of course, Coach with a K. Um, Make sure you are sending us your recommendations of new metal songs by non-new metal artists for us to consider at our live show, August 11th, 6 p.m. at Affirmations in Ferndale, Michigan during the Detroit Improv Festival. Until next time, Jenny, thank you.
2: Lauren. Thank you,
0: Matt.
3: Thank, Thank
0: you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Still love it loud? So do we. Rockin' Pod returns to Nashville on Saturday, August 25th. Over 25 rock podcasts from all over North America recording on-site. Vinyl and memorabilia dealers selling the best in rock merchandise. And awesome rock musicians and personalities participating in signing sessions and on-stage panel discussions throughout the day. Special guests include current and former members of Corn, Kiss, Angel, Winger, Loudness, except Bang School of Rock Nashville and School of Rock Franklin, a DBG Productions event.